You're listening to episode 45 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Very happy and grateful to have you here with me today, whether I'm in your earbuds at the gym or walking your dog or you're cooking some dinner, I'm in your car, wherever I am with you today. Hello, big air hugs. Thank you for pressing play and choosing to hang out with me today and to dive deep into this episode. So today's episode is about the three principles you must live by to have results that last. Now the title of this episode is must. It's not should. These aren't three principles you should live by. They are musts, okay? One episode, I'll link it in the show notes. I forget what episode it is. I talk about weasel words and should is one of them. Should has no conviction, no certainty. It's like, yeah, someday, one day, maybe. It's like try. Try and should, those words need to, and need is one too actually. Those words have to get out of your brain, get out of your vocabulary and reframe them with more empowering commitment, conviction, must words, okay? So the three principles I'm going to talk about today are actually three principles of the Fat-Fueled Female Method. Now, principle number one is my success is inevitable. So wherever you are on your journey, whether you are committed to losing 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds, or whether you are committed to going to the gym and building a bigger booty or getting nicer shoulders or whatever it is, whatever your nutrition or fitness goals are, if you have an inner knowing and desire that you are going to get there, you will get there, okay? A lot of the times, it's referred to as the self-fulfilling prophecy. We let our past experiences and events and failures really kind of create these scripts and these stories of what we think we can achieve in the future. So for example, say you have a story of starting and stopping with your fitness. It's like, okay, I'm really great in January. And then by the third week of January, I stop working out. So that's a script. That's a story. That's a belief that maybe this might happen to me again. So the first step is having that awareness and checking that pattern and what things are you doing that are causing you to self-sabotage and how can we make this achievable for you by creating 
tangible bite-sized goals, which I refer to as process goals that you can achieve no big deal each week. Because if you're if you're setting yourself for self up for these hairy scary goals, which are important, but say you don't exercise at all and you're like, yeah, I'm going to the gym six days, an hour every day, that's probably not going to be the best way to set you up for success. So I always say fail your way to success. Failure, if you don't like that word failure, reframe it as feedback. You either get the lesson, you either get the lesson you really, really did need or you get the result you wanted. And a lot of the times, we really just need, and I don't like using the word need, but sometimes you kind of have to use it. Um, But sometimes we just need the lessons because we're not actually ready to get that result yet, or we're not in a place where we're ready to fully step into that version of ourselves. So the universe is always giving you lessons and tests to propel you into that expansive version of yourself. So if you believe that you are going to lose 50 pounds, if you believe you're going to fit into that little black dress, if you believe you're going to have so much confidence that at your work functions, you're going to be able to run a workshop or you're going to be able to wear a bikini and feel hot AF and you believe it on a deep core level and you're being that version of yourself, And what I mean by that is be, do, have. Maybe you haven't lost the 30 pounds yet, but you're showing up as if you are someone who has created that reality for yourself. So your success is inevitable. If you believe it, stick with it. And if you have that burning desire, just know it's going to happen for you. If you can see it, if you can envision it, and you put the right steps into action, you will get there. Your success is inevitable. Sometimes we can feel like, is it? When we've done so many things and we're not where we want to go. But that's the difference with someone being uh, successful and reaching their goals is they get knocked down, but that Chumbawamba song, but I get up again, right? That Chumbawamba song from 1990. I get knocked down, but I get up again, right? Not the best singer. So yes, principle number one, your success is inevitable. Believe in yourself as cliche, as corny as it sounds. No one's going to believe in yourself more than you. No one's going to want it more than you. So you have to believe in yourself. And me as a coach and me as nutritionist, I help you really get out of your own way and step into that beautiful version of yourself that is already within you. All right. Principle number two is where you are right now is exactly where you are supposed to be. When one of my favorite quotes or saying is like, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And wherever you are on your journey, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. And it may, might be a hard pill to swallow. You might be like, well, I've been really struggling with my weight or struggling with my energy or struggling with my digestion or whatever it is. And I get that. I can say with a badge of honor that I struggled with diet culture and dieting for over a decade. And I can look back at it and be like, wow, that really, really sucked when I was going through it. Yeah, it sucked a lot. I had a lot of shame. I had a lot of fear. I had a lot of 
I had a lot of pain going through that, but I can look back and be like, that was the biggest blessing of my life because if I didn't go through all those lessons and all those trials and error with nutrition and dieting and over-exercising and all the things, I wouldn't be where I am today. Pain is a blessing. Pain is a blessing. Pain will move you. Pain will serve you. Pain will force you to pay attention. And although I went through so many ups and downs and I was a lot younger too, I feel like this is my own personal belief, but I feel like when you're in your 20s, you just don't have maybe 20s or maybe 20 year olds are more self-aware now. But when I was in my 20s, I didn't have very much self-awareness. I wasn't really on my personal development journey. So I just kind of went through the motions and yeah, I just thought this was the way it is, right? So I didn't question anything. So What I'm trying to say here is where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And the right people, the right teachers, the right mentors, the right amount of what you need will come into your life in divine timing, will come in when you are ready for it. The universe will grant you with the success or the lessons you require there. I didn't use the word need. You require at that particular time. See, the language we use is so powerful because what you are saying internally, thinking internally, you are programming yourself, right? So if you're using words that are need and should and try, they're just not going to help you in the long run. And in the Fat Fuel Female Method, we have a whole module on language and how important it is for your subconscious mind, for goal setting, for all of it. So the third principle is there is always enough time in the day to make you a priority. Now, I always say Beyonce is 24 hours in the day. A lot of the times, us as women, we are superstars. We wear so many hats, whether we're OG, career-driven women, whether we are a mom of one, a mom of two, a mom of three, a dog mom of one, two or five or ten. We are wives. We are caretakers. We are partners. We are chefs. We are cooks. We are cleaners. We are all of it. And so I get it. I understand that sometimes you can feel like there's not enough time in the day. But if you're saying that to yourself, there's not, you're being pessimistic. There's not enough time in the day. There's not enough time in the day. You're just repeating that script. Well, yeah, there will not be enough time in the day, right? It's the language, again, bringing it to the language you are using frequently. So I always say, if you don't schedule it, how can it be important? If you don't make time for it and you don't schedule it, it won't be important and it just won't happen. So make the time for yourself because you place value, you place time and energy on what you deem as important. If you have a child, you're not going to be like, sorry, sorry, Susie, sorry, Billy, you're not having breakfast this morning. You wouldn't do that, okay? So, oh, I'm just not going to brush my teeth today or I haven't showered in a couple days. I'm just not going to do that stuff. It's like, no, those are things that are built into your regular routine, your regular schedule. So let's incorporate healthy habits that work for you. Some Starting off small, I always tell my clients it's better to do a habit more frequently with a shorter duration than do a longer duration less frequently. So what I mean by that, if you're new to exercising, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to work out once a week for an hour. I would recommend that you, instead of doing that one hour, why don't you do three days a week for 10 minutes? And people might be like, 10 minutes, that's such a short workout. But it's it's an easy 
tangible, realistic goal that you can do. You're telling me you can't do 10 minutes a day. You can do 10 minutes a day. And what I want you to consider is 10 minutes of working out. A lot of the times people will be like, oh, I'm watching Netflix. And an hour goes by. Oh, one more episode. Or one more episode. And then all of a sudden, it's four hours later, 12 o'clock at midnight, and you need to get your workout in, right? So start with these small, realistic goals. Frequency is more important than duration. Then you build the duration with the frequency. So for example, you start with three days a week at 10 minutes. Easy. You're going to be able to do 10 minutes, okay? I don't care where your fitness level is. You can bang out 10-minute workout, okay? Okay. The next week, let's amp it up to 15, okay? you do, Did you hit the 15? Okay, great. Next week, 20 minutes, so on and so forth. That you're The more frequently you do a habit, the more you are taking a step and a vote for someone who takes on that identity. I am someone who chooses to work out, no ifs, ands, or buts. That's just what I do, like brushing my teeth and like having a shower. So more frequent, less duration will serve you in the long run. And... So those are the three principles. You know, your success is a, your success is inevitable. Where you are right now is exactly where you are supposed to be. And there is always enough freaking time in the day for you to be a priority. Just map it out. Make it a priority. If you don't schedule it, how can it be important? And what I want you to consider is when it comes to nutrition, people, even when, you know, even when I have clients that start working with me, people can become very dogmatic about, oh, well, I'm doing keto. And it's like, well, we're becoming fat adapted. Let's not even classify it as keto because a lot of the times people will have a certain opinion or a certain belief around keto. So for example, I had a client We'd been working together for five weeks and she'd be in deep in ketosis and she's just chronically tired for the last two weeks. I'm like, okay, well, I think we're ready. Let's just cycle carbs in. Let's see how your body's feeling. She didn't want to do it. She's like, no, nope, nope. I want to just be in keto longer. And I'm like, well, are you going to get like a medal <laughs> for being in keto longer? She's like, no, no, no. I just want to experience it more and like make sure that I'm like getting into being fully fat adapted. And I'd ask her. You're not sleeping well. You feel really tired all the time. Why are you going to continue? Like if it was two weeks and you'd be going into the adaptation process, you're just going to have to buck up, right? Like everyone's experience is going to be different. There's supplements like electrolytes and minerals and exogenous ketones and things that can absolutely combat keto flu. When I went into ketosis, I actually didn't get keto flu because I researched enough and knew the right supplements and minerals and all the things to take, right? But if you're five weeks in and you're like, yeah, I, I'm just tired all the time, not sleeping. Why are you going to continue doing it? So people can become very dogmatic with nutrition. And what I want you to consider is be curious. Be curious with yourself. Be curious with your body. Nothing is set in stone. Think about your hair color. How was your hair color or your hairstyle five years ago? Is that the same hair you have now? Well, maybe it is. But for me... I went through a lot of different colors in five years, okay, and different extensions and all of the things. So your nutrition, you will most likely create staples and habits that work for you, but it's going to be changing. The only constant thing in life is change. So don't get stuck 
on this one way of doing something. Be open. Be that scientist. Be curious. Be your own health advocate, your own physician from within. And just, again, be curious with the experience and you're going to come out and go through it with such a better outlook and not being like, this is the only way to do it. Because it's not. It's not. There's not only one way to do something, right? And a lot of the times when people come to see me, they're like, I feel like I've tried everything. I've tried every diet. And like, I don't know what's wrong. My metabolism is broken. I blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, you haven't tried everything because if you had tried everything, you would have got the result you wanted. So remember that. I've tried 100 diets. Really? What, what, name 100. Okay, no. I've tried 10. Okay, name the 10. Okay, I've actually tried three. <laughs> right? So it's like we create these stories and these scripts in our head. And it's like if you are committed, like I said, with your success, success being inevitable, if you are committed you, and you don't have the results that you desire or want, it's just about changing your approach changing your approach, changing your approach, being curious, seeing what's working for you and what's not, okay? So those are the three principles that you must live by to live your best life and really get those results that actually last, not just for two weeks or two months or two years, but for the rest of your life. So thanks guys for press and play today. If any of this episode resonated with you or if you haven't left a review, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment or two out of your day and write a review or send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what your biggest takeaways or what your biggest takeaways from any of the episodes are or what you're enjoying most out of this show. So thank you guys so much and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.